0: welcome to film school radio the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com i'm your host mike caspar set in oakland a city with deep history of social justice movements we are the radical monarchs documents radical monarchs an alternative scout movement for girls of color age 8 to 13 its members earn badges for completing units on social justice including being LGBTQ ally the environment and disability justice the radical monarchs were started by two fierce queer women of color Ana Yvette Martinez and Marilyn Hollenquist as a way to address and center her daughter's experience as a young brown girl their work is anchored in the belief that adolescent girls of color need dedicated spaces and that a foundation of the innovative work must be rooted in a fierce interdependent sisterhood self-love and hope the film again is called we are the radical monarchs and we're joined today by the director and producer of the film that would be linda goldstein knowlton linda welcome back to film school radio so glad to
1: be here Thanks. thank you
0: yeah this is such a cool story i think any time for me personally you're you you see a story of young women being empowered and kind of finding a voice and agency and being and given a support system. I'm all in. I just want to see how this is going to play out in terms of the story that they're going to tell. How did you find out about the, the radical monarchs?
1: I feel the same way, by the way. Um, I read an article online in the guardian uh, in January of 2015. It was uh, they had just formed in December or I don't know, late 2014. And uh, they were just getting started. It was Ana Yvette and Marilyn, the co-founders. It was a group of 12 girls and they were doing their thing. And they, then Ferguson happened. And then there was the beginning of the, the Black Lives Matter March in Oakland, the first one. And the girls went and marched and they got a lot of press attention. There are these gorgeous young girls wearing their Black Panther inspired berets they have their vests on and they're marching with a big giant banner that says radical brownies because that was their original that's what they originally called themselves so every they got a lot of press attention which is uh the guardian was one of these uh articles so i read that and i was i was just blown away by what these two women were starting i read their vision statement and their mission statements and i just um I, I had to meet these women I had to meet these women so and of course anything to do with girls empowerment I'm all about it Sorry. what was really interesting to me I've worked with girls and women my company's called Ladylike Films that's centering stories around women and girls is is my focus and um, passion and what was so aside from the young girls being so interesting and curious, and, and I was curious about them. What was most interesting to me, where I wanted to start with this telling this story, was Anaeva and, and Marilyn were starting this group for a, gr- a group of 12 girls, and doing their thing. They're They're doing community work, they're working 60 hour weeks, they have families of their own, and basically they're tapped on the shoulder to start a movement, because what happened with all of that press attention they got requests from over 200 cities across the country to start troops. So I thought, we never really get to see what is the beginning of a movement? What does it look like? And I thought, oh, I'm just going to follow them for a year. It'll be a year in the life of what it's like to start a movement. And I ended up filming with them for three and a half years. (laughs) Well, let's
0: talk a little bit about, sort of uh, juxtapose it with the more traditional, familiar brownies what they teach and, and or what their program is about and and how it's it differs with the radical monarchs
1: well i i can't really speak exactly to what the brownies do and what the girl scouts do um and no shade on them at all um i just i don't know much about them i was never involved in their organization <laughs> um but what, so i can talk about the radical monarchs and what their They specifically center girls of color's experience. That's what it's about. Ana Yvette didn't want her daughter to have, because her her daughter Lupita wanted to join a Girl Scout troop, and she would have been one of two girls of color. And she did not want Lupita to have the experience of diversity day, or diversity month. And also, they were all raised in a pretty radical family. Lupita was going to marches before she could walk. She wanted her daughter, she wanted to create something, the radical monarchs that would have these values of actually making change and advocating and not just, maybe not being as passive, but that maybe that's not a fair word, but to really, to advocate for each other and make change and to be in a safe space where she could be with girls who look like herself.
0: Right, and part of the agenda to me, having watched this, the first the coming together of the that first troop and course plan. If that's, the, I don't know if that's the right word, but what, what is it they're going to be talking about? For me, I'm struck by these are certainly not atypical, what I assume to be brownies. If they're anything like boy scouts and cub scouts, it's more you know learning to hike and camp out and you know, tie a knot. And those are things, if you're of interest to you, that's fantastic. As you said, no shade on them. But this is in many ways uh, about being a citizen of of their community and a citizen of this country, right? Teaching them fundamentals about what it is to be a, a good citizen, an active citizen, somebody who's involved in actually uh, shaping the future of your own community as well as the united states and while it sounds radical to people this is in part because in my opinion we have completely abandoned teaching civics in our public education system and private education as well so we we're not taught how to be citizens and what i was been watching this film we are the radical monarchs i felt like this is a citizenship a bonding community of people concerned about citizenship and and how they can have an impact. Am I being fair?
1: I believe so, and uh, and I, I I agree with you that we have we have absolutely dropped the idea of civics in this country. Um, and I and it go you know I go to what Marilyn said, which is I would also maybe frame it in the in with the language of it's about social justice. C- civics needs to be. T- taught as part of a social justice program. Because as we see of what's been happening in the country these these last few weeks, the, the national reckoning over state violence against black and brown bodies, that it's all part of the same, that it's all part of the same thing. How can we be citizens of this country and not care about the fact that the killer of Breonna Taylor has still not been arrested? I mean, I, there's so many things I wanna say about it. I feel like I'm rambling, but I, I feel like it is core. And I, and I feel like that that is a piece of their DNA, is that the Radical Monarchs is a place to, as they say, empower young women of the colors to step into their power right. and their brilliance and to make change. And that's all part of being an, an active part of your community.
0: Right. There's a scene in the film in which one, it's a little bit later in the film, a woman has come in to do a presentation to the radical monarchs uh, in the hopes of opening up a new chapter, being brought in. I believe being brought in as part of, anyway, she brings in magazines and lays them out for these young women to look at and ask them for their, these are very popular magazines in style. That's, you know, name, there's a bunch of them. I don't mean to just single out them. And, to, to For them to assess what they're seeing in these magazines, what messages are they getting from this material that is what we would call mainstream media? Those are the kinds of things that, for people who are devalued in our society, who are not listened to or marginalized, this is how you can understand the ether that you live in, the kind of the atmospherics of where... Of, of, when people say, what are you talking about? We've made this great progress. We elected a black president. All of that nonsense, and then you can say, well, what is the on-the-ground, day-to-day living atmospherics of the world we live in? And this is a manifestation of that. And
1: Absolutely. I thought that was very powerful. Very powerful. It, it, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. It, it's very, It's very powerful. I mean, imagine what it would be like to see movies, TV, magazines, all the, the interwebs, you know, all the, all the things, and you don't see yourself reflected how can you feel good about yourself if you are, you are disappeared, right? You do not exist as an extreme. As in the film, one of the, um, one of the women at the Radical Monarch convening, where they're talking about how to, scale the, uh, how to scale the organization, you know, she said that her daughter was five, and said, mom, how come most of the people in the world are brown, yet most of the people on TV are white? I mean, kids notice this from a very early age, and what does that do to their self-esteem and their growth? Mm-hmm. It's a huge disservice. I mean, it's and by design, as we've learned, it's it's by design. Yeah. So, you know, the radical monarchs—they're a piece of the community puzzle that is going to change all that.
0: Right. And and as we mentioned earlier, these these young women, are eight to thirteen, and. This is a particularly vulnerable part of our development where we're really starting to understand that there's a world beyond our mom and dad and our family and we're starting to get out into a world uh, that is uh, school and socialization and all those things. So for them to be doing what they're doing in this period of their lives it sets a lot of, hopefully, a lot of fundamentals for them to, to to draw upon as they move forward. Which is, again, one of the great things about this. And I don't, and let's not overstate. This is a small group. It's that's centered in the Bay Area right now. There's more chapters than we see in the film, but it's and it's hopefully growing. But it, it's just a a window into a world that we could be living in. And I think that that's what I took away from We Are the Radical. Monarchs. Is that again? I love my, that.
1: Oh my yeah. god, I love that. That's fantastic. <laughs> and, and and two things to and two things to what you just said is one they they do a radical love unit, which is about friendship skills, loving yourself. So as you're talking about this developmental teen and tween age, it's very much. Meeting, meeting the girls where they are and giving them, so some of it is social justice skills, right? And some of it is, how do you, how can you participate in social justice, if you don't um, have the confidence in yourself and the understanding and the self love, and understanding how, what our healthy friendships are. And so there are all there are these life skills too meeting them where they are being taught to them and then the other thing is yes this could be this could be a a a national organization they just need the funding so again women of color their work is mostly invisible and marginalized and for them to get into foundations and to high net people and all of that to get the funding so that they can scale because there's there's the want and the need and they want to go everywhere that they can but right now yes they have four more troops in the bay area and i believe the next troop will be launched in la so i know that that's that that's in the plan i just know that with uh the pandemic and whatnot uh everything's a little bit harder
0: yeah i want to let people know by the way we're speaking with the director and producer of the new documentary film called We Are the Monarchs. It's going to be premiering on broadcast television starting Monday at 9 p.m. on the PBS series called POV. And as I always say, whenever we mention anything about PBS, check your local listings, as they also like to say, for information on when it will be screening in your area if you're hearing the sound of our voice here in some other parts of the country. But as of right now, July 20th, that's Monday at 9 p.m., And you must be very excited because this is the kickoff documentary. I believe the kickoff documentary to uh, this season of POV and congratulations.
1: Thank you so much. It's really exciting. We are all, couldn't be happier. It's a big (laughs) honor. It's a huge honor to kick off the season. We we've uh, love POV and we love PBS. And as, as Marilyn said that she was, you know, a real PBS baby, she grew up and appreciated being able to have, such great programming no no barrier to entry all free thank you public broadcasting
0: yeah yes absolutely we can't have any more of that we've got to defund it and get rid of that don't we right i mean that's just the constant threat of of them essentially drying up and going away it's it's uh yeah it's the world we live in well you know this film is positive it is it's uplifting it's uh, it's not with their challenges every every organization like this that i know of and I've, wor- I've worked in the world of politics for many years i know exactly how difficult it is to 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 maintain something you can start something with all the enthusiasm in the world and a lot of support and a lot of just energy at the beginning it's this ability on the part of Anna Yvette and uh, Marilyn to sustain it to be able to keep that fire burning and then now being able to expand into other getting other people involved so this is not easy but it's uh, it's a lot of fun to watch i really thoroughly enjoyed it. it's just these i you know i'm i don't know if i'm if i sound like i'm pandering here but i do truly believe that women young women particularly are are the way out of a lot of the problems that we we are facing in this world that uh Women have a greater capacity for empathy, I think, I believe, and the ability to to be able to see past a lot of the nonsense and, and zero in on what's important. And um, I hope they are. <laughs> I, hope,
1: I, believe, I believe they are. I mean, I used to say that the the girls that are featured in the film are the leaders of tomorrow, but they're already the leaders of today. The first two troops are now, they've graduated and they're radical monarch alumni and they're self organized their first action. They had a vigil in Oakland last month and um, they're out there, they're mentoring the the four new troops and the, the troop leaders for the four new troops. And also to talk about hope and joy, um, you know, the Radical Monarch co-founders talk all the time about that they instill that also joy is in the DNA of this organization. It's in their organizing principles that you can't do the work without joy. Also, they're working with children. There just needs to be joy instilled all the time. So they they make things as positive as they can in the places that they can. And they also, they have great activities that are fun and they go camping and, you know, it's it is, it is a group for young girls and and they they want to have fun and so do the and so do the troop leaders so yeah. it really is instilled in everything that they do radical well, hope and radical joy
0: and i think the vision moving forward for them and hopefully for us as well is to create a society that that embraces and celebrates joy as as a function of a part of our life Instead of being told how wrong everybody else is and the sort of constant drumbeat of around the corner, the, the, the bad people are waiting for you to get you and to ruin, you know, ruin your life and all the rest of it. You know, and I, I look at this generation, um, as I said, I was in politics for many years and so I, I was part of political the political culture for many years. And I look at the young people, particularly the the age group that we see in We Are the Radical Monarchs, and they grew up with the Women's March in, uh, in 2016, right? This is the things that they have seen in their young lives. They saw that. They saw Parkland and the reaction of students to take back control of what it was that happened in Parkland and to actually begin to affect change. And I also see the, the demonstrations in the aftermath, the protests in the aftermath of the George Floyd killing as a, a, a sort of a, a, a an understanding of America in ways that I don't think I grew up with, in, in ways that are empowering for them. If they organize peaceful protest, move forward, you can begin to see change. And I also think the demographics of the country are changing radically and we're gonna, this is, this is where we need to be putting our energies right where where they' you're talking about in this
1: film uh, yeah absolutely and you know, and yes, there have been these incredible you know actions fueled by young people and women in these last few years. they also as part of their radical roots unit, they learn their her story and they and that's they also very much look to their communities you know especially in oakland. Um, but the activism that has happened over all of these years the the black panthers the brown berets the young lords the Ye- yellow peril i mean there have been activists of color for as long as you know <laughs> as it's you know for a very long time because they've been excluded and marginalized for a very long time and so they actually have a super rich history to 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 build upon and 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 feed them so i think that they that's also super important aspect of their fuel to be fighting for change right
0: and the positive reinforcement they receive within that group of the radical monarchs and i again i'm old enough to have lived through the 60s and i i like to refer to the 60s as a spasm of democracy in the sense that we actually had real beginnings of a real honest democracy in this country and i think we're seeing another spasm of democracy right now and i think that hopefully it will continue to to move forward so
1: yeah i hope it's it, it's gonna i hope it's bigger than a spasm
0: well me too but that's what it was in this right you know right <laughs> after that we got richard nixon and ronald reagan so we, we don't need to have that happen ever again so i want to thank you so much linda goldstein Knowlton, for your work and I'll, just mentioned some of the films you've been involved in in the past. Uh, Somewhere Between, which was a wonderful documentary you were on for before. You have also been a part of producing Code Black, Whale Rider, which is one of my, <laughs> one of my favorite films, and The Shipping News, and uh, The World According to Sesame Street. You have co-directed that as well. So you have a rich history of uh, documentary and narrative films, and I really appreciate your time today here on Film School Radio.
1: Oh, thank you so much. It was really great talking with you.